Before we start this podcast, I'd like to remind you that when you're building your maker business, it's helpful to have both a business plan and a brand strategy. At georgesupplyco.com, I've spelled out all the parts of a brand strategy, including pre-purchase, in-purchase, and post-purchase branding in a free post titled, How to Build a Brand Strategy. You'll find a link on the front page of georgesupplyco.com. Welcome to the Business for Makers podcast, brought to you by George Supply Company. Each episode, we explore topics you need to know to grow your maker hobby into a maker business and brand. I'm Scott Sherman's. This week, my very simple system for tracking multiple to-do lists all at the same time. Let's begin with the Business for Makers News Desk. As always, we start with lumber pricing. TradingEconomics.com reports lumber futures have slipped from $530 to $500 per 1,000 board feet. Of course, decreased supply from Canada due to the wildfires and decreased production from the UK have served to bolster lumber pricing, but mortgage rates are at the highest level since 2002, creating concerns about weakening demand in the housing market worldwide. In social media news, TechCrunch is reporting that Instagram is internally testing the ability to create reels for up to 10 minutes. TechCrunch says the social media giant is not testing the capability externally but by increasing the time limit on reels from three minutes to 10 minutes, Instagram would be aligning its short form video product with TikTok, which expanded its maximum video length to 10 minutes back in February of 2022. The change would also put reels somewhat in competition with YouTube. Socialmediatoday.com reports Threads has launched initial tests of keyword search. Meta's Threads app is adding another key feature with the Threads team beginning to test keyword search with users in Australia and New Zealand. In addition, Threads launched its desktop version this week, allowing users to post from their computer. And finally, TikTok shop in-platform e-commerce rolls out in the U.S. TikTok has officially entered the social commerce race, becoming the latest platform to experiment with an in-app shopping with the U.S. release of their e-commerce offering, TikTok Shop. TikTok aims to achieve $20 billion in sales by the end of the year, but some users are concerned that the social media platform is manipulating user feeds to surface videos featuring products for sale in the TikTok shop. 
of course, with sales growth, gross, <laughs> of course, with sales growth comes growing pains. Brands who are selling on TikTok shop who sell just specifically on TikTok are utilizing the TikTok fulfillment center effectively. But brands using their own fulfillment or their own POS system have reported several integration issues, including inability to track deliveries or get sales reporting. Now, despite any operational issues, there are still plenty of success stories. Most recently, Bad Addiction's Pickle Sweatshirt has sold over 32,000 units, according to TikTok Shop. And at $44, that comes to $1.5 million. Now, even subtracting TikTok's reported 1.8% to 5% commission fee, minus your labor and your shipping costs and other costs, that's still amazing performance for one design. And we'll be back right after this message. This episode of the Business for Makers podcast is brought to you by George Supply Company CA Glue. Dries in seconds, forms a permanent bond on a wide variety of materials, perfect for filling knots and cracks, ideal for general use home repairs, and can be used with activator for instant drying. George Supply Company CA Glue is available at georgesupplyco.com. And we are back to the Business for Makers podcast. In the realm of creators and makers, the ability to juggle multiple tasks simultaneously is an essential skill. Whether it's managing projects in different stages of completion, organizing materials for future endeavors, or envisioning the next big creation, multitasking becomes a way of life. However, this exhilarating dance of productivity can quickly lead to chaos if not managed properly. The mind races in all directions, contemplating what needs to be done next, what supplies need to be procured, and what might be slipping through the cracks. In addition, multitasking includes the risk of burnout, lost sleep, potential for errors due to divided attention, and it can take a toll on your mental well-being. It's a familiar scenario. Your workshop, a reflection of your mental state, becomes a medley of half-finished projects strewn across various surfaces and unused equipment. Materials are scattered haphazardly and a mind that refuses to settle. As someone who has navigated the intricacies of managing multiple businesses simultaneously for over a decade, each with its own intricate to-do lists, personnel challenges, and an unending maintenance tasks, I was compelled to devise a system for myself that could seamlessly track the progress across various projects, reduce errors and forgotten projects and increase my focus, ability to delegate, and ultimately reduce my stress. 
Now, the solution? Well, it's embarrassing, but an elegantly simple tool that we all have access to. I use Google Keep. Yeah, the free one on your phone. So here's a glimpse into my modest yet highly effective system for me. Number one, I have a to-do list. At the core of my approach is a dynamic to-do list. This roster includes tasks slated for completion just over the next few days. Whether it's sending essential emails, equipment needing repair, and placing material orders, to setting up meeting reminders, everything finds its place here. And as each item is finished, I check it off and it disappears from the list. I review this list every morning and often throughout the day. Number two, ongoing projects list. So central to maintaining my composure in this whirlwind of tasks of all kinds of crazy ongoing projects. The, this list is the ventures that are in progress, but require no immediate action right now. So it could be like I'm awaiting some architectural plans for a future build, or I'm getting ready to design a training course for a few months ahead of time. So this way I can move projects that I'm not currently working on, but I don't want to, you know, forget about them. I can move them to this list and it helps me maintain, maintain focus on present tasks while I'm ensuring that I'm prepared for what's coming up later. Number three, detailed business lists. Now, each business or project gets its own detailed list. Here, I outline the crucial elements that demand attention. What needs replenishing or fixing or upgrading or, or attending to? This provides a comprehensive overview of the current status and upcoming requirements for each individual business. Okay, so if I have 10 locations, I have a list for each of the 10 business locations. If I have two more businesses, e-commerce businesses, I have at least one list detailed list for each of those. So I keep it all separate. This is, of course, different from my, my to-do list. So my to-do list would be things that I got to deal with like right now. The detailed business list is something that, you know, maybe I don't have to deal with today, but it's, but it needs to get dealt with in the, you know, near future, in the near term, next week or two. The individual business list now in the case of, you know, for in your case, could be individual project lists or a list for each commission that you're working on or, you know, however you naturally divide up your business. But there's this way you have a list of what's necessary to do, what you're going to have to take care of for each individual business. And it not necessarily things that have to get done today, but things that are going to need attention, right? And finally, a link file. It's called something else. I, I call it a link file. But here I maintain links to articles or posts that I come across that I think I might use in the future. 
or I feel that like our inspiration for future content. It might be a post that I found that I want to replicate. So it's there's a screenshot that I save or an article with interesting statistics. So I'll link to that and then I put that link on this list. I hope that's clear. Okay, so I have these lists, right? My current to-do list, what I got to get done like in the next couple of days, stuff, my ongoing projects list. It's projects we have, but I don't have to deal with them today. And I have the list for each store, what need, what's going to need to get attended to soon. Now, I add to these lists something I call scheduled sanity. I'm introducing an element of structure that is paramount to preventing my overwhelm. My week adheres to a fairly predictable routine. It's tailored to each business or project's needs. This predictability removes the sense of urgency for me to tackle everything at once and greatly reduces my anxiety. I have a schedule. I know that certain things are going to get done during the week, so I don't have to worry about them right now. It's not procrastinating. I just know that on you know Friday, I do certain things, so Monday through Thursday, I can attend to other th projects. Now, while life's unexpected events like family, family commitments do arise, I have built in flex time that allows for me for adjustments. So as far as my schedule goes, here's what it looks like. On Monday, I do payroll every other Monday. And every Monday, I am visiting all the business locations physically. I have ta tasks are based on location-specific to-do lists. So I'm looking at those location-specific to-do lists and my immediate to-do list. Now, I can review each store's list while I'm at the location. I can add or subtract to it while I'm there. I can make phone calls and, you know, and schedule whatever it is, repairs or, or an order, something uh, right there on the spot and keep the, lay, the list updated. On Tuesday, that's my office work day. I do a lot of KPI reporting, key performance indicators. This is where I get an overview of the health of each business by the numbers. And in the evening at home, it's dedicated to content creation and doing the same office work KPI reporting on the health of George Supply and on Woodworks. So I get the health of those businesses by the numbers. So by Monday and Tuesday, I have physically looked at all the businesses. I have also done a number of reports that tell me the health of the business, whether it's profitability or sales or whatever it is, schedules, whatever I'm looking at at that time. So I have a pretty good idea how things stand at the end of Tuesday. Wednesday, that is a flex day. It might include some shop time. I'll, I'll probably fit in some doctor's appointments or I'm, you know, something always seems to fill this day. You know, I still get in a full day of work. There's always a crisis somewhere or someplace I have to get, you know, something fixed uh, or check on somebody. But this is a day I don't plan too much. I know that stuff's just going to come up 
And so I leave it there. And if not, uh, you know, I get a little midweek break, but that doesn't happen too often. <laughs> Thursday, I repeat Monday's location visits. So I go around again physically on Thursday and I check on everything. I also try to push non-critical meetings to Thursday and Friday. So, you know, if it's something critical on a meeting, somebody needs to meet with me, you know, I'll get it in right away. But if it's just like a salesman or you know, something like that. I try to push it towards the end of the week. Thursday evening. So this is where, okay, I have a pretty good idea of where all the businesses stand. Now I can start looking towards next week. So this is Thursday evening and I'll initiate the preparation of George Supply social media content for the following week. Now, keep in mind at this point, I have a content calendar a monthly content calendar that's already established. So on Thursday, I'm literally creating posts with creative uh, art and captions for the following week. And I try to get the whole week done, you know, between Thursday and Saturday. Friday, at work, I reserve the whole day for just unforeseen emergencies and God bless, it happens every week. Because with 10 locations and 400 employees, stuff always comes up. Hey, Scott, our oven broke 10 minutes before the dinner rush. Hey, Scott, this what's my password? That's one I get all the time. On I don't know why everybody knows thinks I know everybody's password. Can you reset my password? Sure. Hey, Scott, we have an employee who was bitten by a raccoon when she was trying to rescue it from the trash. Yes, that was a true story. She tried to, for some reason, thought the raccoon was stuck in the trash, tried to rescue it. Uh, just an FYI, uh, rabies shots are $15,000 for the series. Lesson learned. Um, and finally, Friday evening, you know, I'll spend on some content creation, maybe my email newsletter, podcast scripts, uh, but most likely it is uh, family time. So, of course, everyone's schedule is different. My kids are grown, so that frees up all kinds of, all kinds of uh, time for me. But you need to find your own schedule and find your own path. In conclusion, the hustle of managing multiple tasks in the life of a maker can be, you know, exhilarating and overwhelming. However, maintaining an organized and effective system can be a game changer. The key lies in not in, you know, complex tools that you have to pay for every month or intricate methodologies, but in simplicity and, and consistency of keeping everything current. Google Keep, in my case, emerged as an unlikely hero, enabling me to oversee the diverse landscape of my endeavors with pretty much ease. Now, remember, the path of mastering multitasking starts with a clear strategy, an organized plan, and a commitment to maintaining your mental equilibrium. You have to embrace the chaos, but do so armed with a system that is not, not only survives the storm, but grows and thrives with you. Your workshop, your mental and physical well-being, all will, and your family will thank you for it. 
If you want to level up your system to include calendar links and voice notes and photos and color highlights and more, you know, Google Keep does all that. And I have it in my blog post titled Using Your Notes App to Manage Your To-Do List. I keep it pretty simple, but gosh darn it, that's, that app does a lot of stuff. I just don't use it. But you might. Also, to start building your marketing knowledge now, you may be interested in our new course, Get Noticed, Raising Awareness About Your Brand. It's available at our website at georgesupplyco.com and clicking the Courses option in the toolbar. I'm Scott Shervitz. Thank you for listening to the Business for Makers podcast brought to you by George Supply Company. Subscribe to our podcast to get regular insights and tips for building your maker business. And you can get more information about building your brand, selling merch, and maintaining your business operations all at georgesupplyco.com. If you want to build your brand as a maker, one place to start is to wear, sell, and give away apparel and gifts with your logo. It introduces others to your brand and gives you an opportunity to start a conversation about what you do. George Supply Company offers over 100 items for you to brand, all with no minimum order or inventory investment. Available at georgesupplyco.com. Powered by Riverside FM.